0: Well, hey everybody, it's Scott Lee, my third podcast, Happy Martin Luther King Day. You know, that means a lot to some people, myself included. I'm in my uh, late 50s, so I was born during those turbulent times of racism, which still exists today, which is really sad. Unequality towards people, whatever, for other reasons. And then, of course, that bleeds over to other races besides uh, black and white conflicts. Keep in mind, like I said, when I was growing up, this was during the Vietnam War. Fearful of my brothers being drafted and then dying in battle. Scared the crap out of me at seven eight years old, not understanding what this was all about. Black Panthers back in the day, fearful as a white child something would happen to someone in my family. I wasn't worried about myself because, you know, I was a kid. I didn't really think on those terms. But it was possible back then for that to happen. And I just want to Give everyone, of all races, just an opportunity to be treated fairly. Put yourself in their shoes. You were born in this country, per se. Even if you weren't, you're still entitled to freedom, to equality, to not be judged because of your color. And um, now here it is, almost 60 years later, for me at least, that in a way I still deal with that myself, even as a white male. I'm originally from uh, New York City, I left when I was a really young child, about 12 years old after my father passed away, was raised more or less on the west coast in Las Vegas, I've lived all over the country, and there's still other prejudices out there that um, y'all don't think that is um, directed at uh, somebody who's white. And you'd be surprised if it's not my color that they're not that they're prejudiced against. It's because I'm not from the state I happen to be living in right now, which is Virginia. I've gotten more grief from people. The minute I open my mouth and their sentence out of their mouth is, You ain't from here, are you boy? It's like, first of all, don't ever call me a boy. And um like, no, no I'm not. I'm from all over this country, but I'm a US citizen. I was born in this country. So it really don't matter where I'm from, boy. I'll throw it right back in their face. I've had more respect from the from the blacks, and I'm not politically correct, so forgive me. I don't, African American, every time I mention something about a black person, I'm not going to go there. I just don't do that, all right? I have respect for them, and they know it. The point is, I've had more friends or befriend me that were black here in Virginia, in the South, than I had from my own race. Can you believe that? Because I'm from... I'm a northerner, I guess you can consider me. And just what a terrible way... To think... From one white person to another... That I feel like I don't belong because I ain't from... A little podunk town that they may be from. I would have never traded anything in my life... For what I have gone through in my life... And where I've lived and what i've learned so don't despair out there my brothers and sisters please i know it's still out there and it's really sad that we haven't progressed where it's totally abolished that kind of thought that kind of action towards others different races different religions different creeds different everything so if you as as a, a white american and you can see that I'm still going through some trials and tribulations. You got to wonder. I See, it's not all directed at you, all the other people. You no know, blacks and Chinese, whatever, Latino. You understand what I'm saying? So don't take it upon yourself that it's all about you or against you because it ain't. It just depends on where you live. What circles you may work in or travel just know it's not just because you're a certain color. It's not. And I really always thought, sadly, that it was. But if I could take some of the brunt, some of the pain from away from others because it doesn't go on them per se, then I will. Because that's a true American. That's somebody that loves everybody. Somebody that wants to have a a community of Americans, period. Not just black Americans, white Americans, Mexican, whatever. You know what I'm saying? For instance, when I see a beautiful woman, I see the woman first. I don't say, oh, she's, she's a beautiful black woman. No, no, no. She is a beautiful woman, period, who is black. Now, if y'all can think that way, be that way truly in your heart, then you have arrived, and then you pass that on to your children. I don't know if that's possible, I hope it is because lying and prejudice a lot of that kids don't get, they're too young to understand that. But a lot of them, believe it or not, and y'all know it's true, get it from their parents. Get it from their upbringing, their family. Because my dad was a Southerner. He wasn't prejudiced. But he had that Southern mentality of racial... I don't know what you'd even call it. Put it this way. He had a business in New York with a black man. was his partner. So he wasn't prejudiced at that at all. He was definitely different from what a lot of Southerners are portrayed as. And it just depends. Depends on your family, how they raised you, what they wanted you to believe. So I've, uh, like I said, I've had more problems with my own race being prejudiced against me because I'm not from a certain state than I have from others And they uh, really made me come around to understanding the pain that a lot of y'all are going through, even now, even today. And I'll pray for you. And I just want us all to get along. Quoting Rodney King there. I don't really know what else to say but um, God bless us all this country it could be all gone tomorrow if y'all are knowing you had a day to live you knew tomorrow for some reason whatever reason you were going to die are you happy with what you've done in this world are you happy truly happy if you want to maybe tell somebody how much you love them Before they're gone. Before you're gone. Correct an injustice. Anything. Doesn't matter. Tell somebody you were sorry for something you did 20 years ago. It don't matter. And if you honestly say. Yeah I'm cool with what I did in my lifetime. I got no regrets. I mean we all have regrets. But ones that gnaw at us. Fix it. I've had two instances in my life where I might have been at odds with somebody. My dad, for instance, before he passed away, we had some kind of fight. I don't remember what it was about. Probably about four days before he died. The night before he died, I said, I love you, Dad. I'm sorry for whatever we were arguing about. And he passed away the next day, next morning. My brothers came to school to pick me up. And came to tell me that our dad just died. So, ever since then, I always have a phobia about somebody calling out of the blue on the phone or coming to a job or somewhere I'm at. All of a sudden, like, oh my God, who died? What happened? I'll never get over that. And the other time was when my wife passed away. The same day I said, I love you, honey. I'll see you tonight after work. Love you too, honey. And she died soon after I left him. Died in her sleep. And I never regret ever saying that to her or anyone. I even say it to some of my male friends. They may look at me kind of funny, but I care for them enough. I don't really care. I'm not stigmatized to things like that. I'm comfortable with what I am and who I am. So I don't have any homophobic phobias, I barely care for someone, I'm going to tell them that, sorry if they look at you weird, it's a, a lot of guys to this day still don't know how to say that, my dad was the same way and he told me he never was able to say that, his dad never had said that to him, he had a real hard time saying that to his kids, but me being the last of four and being 13 years younger than my brothers and sister, oh my brothers and my sister, Give or take a year or two. Um, he finally got. The courage. I guess maybe to say that. He knew he was dying too. Somehow. Because he was battling with my mom. They were probably close to divorce. So he took the easy way out. <laughs> if that's. Uh, makes sense to anyone. The easy way out. Death. That's. uh that's pretty bad. I have to joke about that because I get upset if I don't. And I can joke about it after, what, 46 years? I I don't even remember what he looks like. What do you sound like? But if I saw anything about him today or heard his voice, I'd just start crying my eyes out. Same thing with my wife. I miss her dearly. So anyway, people. Love your neighbor if they're lovable. I mean, do what you can. Throw that out there. And if they're not up to it, then uh, just feel sorry for them and give it to somebody else that may deserve it or need it. Remember, our lives can change in a blink of an eye. Don't think it ain't going to happen to you because it is. One million Americans, each, one million people around the world, put it this way, die in their sleep every day. Every day, one million. It's a big number. I hope it don't happen to you or anyone you love or know. But that's life and that's death. And that's a good little last line for me to sign out for the day. Y'all be cool. Scott Lee, world traveler, (laughs) from state to state, that's it, I don't want to leave my country, because I'm paranoid of what others think of me as an American, let alone a northerner in a southern state, it's crazy, huh, I guess some people got to hate somebody for some reason, alright, peace.